Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello, ladies and germs. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Dilettante Ball. I'm Johnny. I am Spencer. Here on Dilettante Ball, we go on Wikipedia. No, we... fuck. <laughs> we go on FridayNightLights.Fandom.com. Uh, we click our random article. And we talk about it. Yeah, we do. Absolutely uh, unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And here we are, basically, we're, we're almost at the end of the year, and you still haven't figured it out. Well, we're not to the end of the year, but we're almost halfway through the year. <laughs> You know we're only we're only about five months away from Halloween, so I hope you have your your costume figured out. Uh, dude, I'm so scared for Halloween. I know it's a spooky holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I you was know watching... what really? What? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. I was watching a, a documentary series on uh, Shutter about basically just urban legends and these these okay. people just going th- yeah and going through and like. Every urban legend has like a basis in fact, uh, even if the mm-hmm. legend itself isn't true. Um, and so one of the ones they were going through was the one, um, you know, uh, uh, kids getting poisoned or, or have razor blades in their candy uh, after trick or treating. Um, do you know where that all stemmed from? Like in the no. you know, oh wait, American popular... wasn't it like w- wasn't it like someone who knew the kid or something crazy? Yeah, it was. It was uh, the kid's own father that did it. Damn. It's crazy that he, of all the kids, he accidentally gave it to his own son. It's a one in a million. Can you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've I've been thinking a lot because Universal Studios Orlando is about to reopen, Mm -hmm. which feels ill-advised to me. Oh, big time. Yeah. And that makes me feel like they're just going to go ahead and do Halloween Horror Nights and uh, so you'll, I you'll be... will, <laughs> yeah. I will not be attending. <laughs> no, you you have to go. You're you're conscripted, or else this is gonna be like the the year that the um, United States boycotted the Olympics. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Been, I don't know. I, I don't know. I've been. Uh, yeah, that's a well. I mean, geez. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I've been watching um, against my will. I've been watching America's Next Top Model. Um, okay, what cycle? Yeah, cycle cycle uh, twenty two, uh, double X double okay. I. Um, <laughs> and that's just the one I'm, I'm currently, and I'm, it's not me watching. I'm just my for whatever reason my girlfriend likes to like hang out with me, um, mm. so I have to stay in the living room with her and play my my Animal Crossing while while mm-hmm. what she is doing is mainly watching ANTM. Sure, so I've I've watched like I don't even know three or four seasons now. So this is the cycle. Excuse me, sorry. This is the cycle that has. Uh, Nile uh, and Nile is a deaf man and he is a dreamboat and so cool just the coolest guy ever um, it's just very nice to have a, a nice it's nice when there are nice people on a show you know well can I can I can I sweeten the deal for you I'd love that I, I am familiar with Nile okay not from A&TM 
but from DWTS, Dancing with the Stars. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I never would have got that. Um, wow, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, um, he, he's in a season that's just full of mean people, and he's like one of the two nice people. So I'm glad that he, he's, he gets more work. He's great. It's <laughs> wild to see him uh, like dance because he can't hear the music. Right, yeah. And he's fucking good. So that's that's the difference between a good good dancer and a great dancer. A a good dancer hears the music. A great dancer mm-hmm. feels the music. I mean, he talks about that and how like, like literally, that's what he mm-hmm. does. It's it's yeah. fucking wild. It's amazing. Do you do yourself a favor and look look at some clips? I may do. You know what? Also, I'm 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 getting so close to maybe watching uh, the Masked Singer. Just because it's such a uh, an intriguing concept, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. I've never watched it, but the concept the concept is wild, and I, I am I'm right there with you. I don't know if I could. I think the best way to view it would be if someone took every episode in a season uh, or cycle, excuse me, and then um, just made a supercut. Basically, like it'd be like an hour worth of content, and we'd just be like, here's here's the person. Yeah. From this week that got out, and then we see them sing, and then they they get revealed, just like a real nice boiled. Because that's all you want. You just want the reveal. Exactly. Yeah, I don't need Ken Jong talking to me in any capacity or whoever else. Who else is on that show? Is Ken uh, Jong even on that show? He is. Okay. He's he's won every season. They just keep putting him <laughs> in all these different masks. It's crazy. Oh man, that'd um, be amazing. Speaking of Ken Jong, I uh, I've, I've been rewatching Community mm-hmm. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's a it's a fine show. <laughs> is it the thing? Is it the kind of thing where like what, what the 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 name of the trope is Seinfeld isn't funny. Um. And the concept of that is you if you go back and watch Seinfeld, you don't think it's really that funny because thirty years after it aired, everything's basically ripped it off. Um, no. I'm I'm no. familiar with the trope. I don't think it's that because okay. first of all, community only stopped airing like four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and um it's it's just like aside from the fact that a lot of the stuff is pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of just a lot of like racist and homophobic jokes that that sure. I think that they they gave they made a character racist and homophobic so that they could tell these hilarious jokes. Um, yeah, that's such a, a gross like cop out or, or I don't even know what you would call. Yeah, it. it's like a loop. It's like a loophole, a loophole. or they, they think it's a loophole. Yeah. Um, mm. But aside from that, like. I have laughed at some things and it's, it's fun from time to time. Uh, but a lot of it is just like, so absolutely up its own ass. It was the perfect show for me <laughs> to get into. Like when I was in, when I was, it, what it came out when we were like in early college or something. Yeah. Yes. Perfect time. Perfect time. Perfect time. Yeah. That, that, that checks out. Um, anyway, give it a watch. <laughs> It's on Netflix. Uh, I'm good. I've been watching. Uh, have I talked about those chasing monsters, the fishing show? <laughs> I think I have. Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. 
it's great so check check out that that show if you like if you like uh, he fishes and then just lets them go he doesn't even keep them so he's just ruining their day yeah well and even there's been sometimes where he's, he's like caught the fish and normally he'll like keep the fish um like out to be like oh check this out with this thing or you know check out this you know whatever anatomy feature but every once in a while he'll be like okay cool i caught this fish but i'm gonna let him go immediately because i think this the fight was too much for him and i want to make sure he's okay and so he spends the whole time like 45 minutes catching the fish and then just lets it go is fishing bad for the fish like it can't be good for a fish to get caught like that right you know i don't know maybe it's like a forest fire where it's actually good you know maybe they get strengthened i'm i'm doing controlled fishing (laughs) this is controlled fishing this is a prescribed this is a prescribed fishing um, I think that, that's how they tore down the hospital in my hometown. They they used a uh, control fishing <laughs> method. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember that. Everyone gathered around, watched it. Mm-hmm. It was like a big deal. Yeah, it was. Some people got too close to the splash zone, which is not not safe. <laughs> it just feels like like what if you did that with like bears? Like you caught a bear in a bear trap, and you're like, I fucking got him, and then you just open it up, let him go. Yeah, free, go go home, little bear. Oh shit! Uh, I've been wanting to rewatch The Revenant recently, and that that reminds me of that. I've never watched that movie. Man, I I loved it. It's it's a it's a rugged film, man. Like really really crazy film. Uh, and also all the there's also like some cool technical aspects about it that are fun. Like um, all of the lighting in it is natural. There's no uh, electrical lights at all. Yeah. So that's it's really fun to watch the movie with keeping that in mind and seeing how beautiful everything looks. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, the bear attack oh. was real. <laughs> and the whole thing was shot on an iPhone. <laughs> oh, that's that's another thing, by the way, about um, America's Next Top Model that is just the worst for me is their attempts to like naturally integrate product placement uh, of things that aren't like makeup or you know th- things that make sense to be in there. Like right. Every every season would be like, yeah, it was great. You know, I, I called my mom using the line app on on this phone, and you know the line app's great because you know the the fidelity is so high. Just <laughs> <laughs> so like every episode I, is someone using the line app or whatever. I told her about how much I like Skyline Chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Just like ugh, this is so gross. Whatever. We we're rewatching uh, New Girl right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is just a, a delight. It's a very nice, nice show. Um, and they did. They there was one, so like every episode in the credits, I've noticed it says like promotional consideration provided by Ford Motor Company because okay. like you know a couple characters drive Fords, but they don't okay. ever say it. And then in one episode, what they like get in someone's car and it's a uh-huh. Ford, and they're like, I forget exactly what it was, but it's like this this car's so quiet. Why can't I hear it? And he's like. It's a hybrid right now. It's running on electric. And then there's like a there's like a little display screen, and there there's like a weird design on the on the the screen. And they're like, "What are all these? What are all these leaves?" And he's like, "Oh, well, that's what that's that's what coaches me to drive more uh like more responsibly or more eco friendly or whatever." That's amazing. Was, and they that they like hadn't done that before or after on the show. It was like. Ford was like, guys, you got to give us something. We've been giving you these free cars. You <laughs> right, got to right. give us something. <laughs> well, I told you about that um, that episode of The Sopranos where they do that, right? 
Yes. Oh my god. Tony just gives his daughter a whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, it's great. I thought about you. You know, it's got the side airbags and you know, ten thousand hundred you know dollar warranty or whatever the fuck it is." Some people just like their cars because they've got the most legroom in their class, and that's fine. Right. And you don't need to talk. You don't need to, you know, talk about it all the time. You don't need to. But everyone, you know, some people you. just like them. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get an article? Which, yeah, I will. <laughs> okay, great, great. Let's see. Uh, okay. Virgil Merriweather. Okay. Was this... Uh, that he signed the Declaration of Independence, right? I think so, yeah. He signed the biggest. That's why <laughs> That's why everyone says, let me get your Virgil Merriweather. Um... Virgil Merriweather is a former state championship winning quarterback of the East Dillon Lions and father of Jess Merriweather and her younger brothers. Okay. He is initially shown as resentful of Vince's friendship with Jess. Okay, so he's resentful of someone's friendship with his daughter. This is uh, really, but later... Really, the names are interesting because when I hear the name Virgil as a wrestling fan, Virgil was a, a wrestler uh, back in the 80s uh, he he wrestled with um he, he was basically like the um the 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 the, hand, the the manservant of the million dollar man Ted DiBiase, uh, and I want to say his name was Virgil because that was like the middle name or the real name or something of the guy uh, who was the booker for the opposing company WCW. Um, I may or be, I may have the facts slightly wrong on that, but then when Virgil went and wrestled, he changed companies and wrestled for WCW. He was named Vincent, uh, I believe, to make fun of Vince mm. McMahon. So it's just it's interesting. The names are Vince and Virgil. It makes me wonder if that was a coincidence or if someone was a, a really specific wrestling fan. <laughs> well, a lot of big wrestling fans uh, wrote for Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's there's that guy that's his whole gimmick is Friday Night Lights based. He's got that three-part <laughs> finisher move. <laughs> Clear eyes, full hearts, and then he gets the pin. One, two, three. Can't lose. Um, what's it, Okay, has there ever been a wrestler who has kind of like a crossover gimmick like that? Like, I'm Danny Ford. <laughs> um, there was a re- there's a wrestler named... Um, um, I'm like uh, Brock Lesnar, who was sponsored by Jimmy John's for a while, so his trunks just had like the Jimmy John's logo on it. Um, okay. I don't think there's ever been like, yeah, like um um yeah, Iho del Subway or something like. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been anybody like that. That'd be kind of fun though. Yeah, I mean there have been like like funny gimmicks that you know people on the independent circuit you know might have. Um, sure. You know, but yeah, nothing nothing quite like that. Did you ever do the thing where, um, so a lot of my projects that I would make in elementary school, I would just, I just thought it was funny to say that they were sponsored by oh, something. Ab- some Absolutely. Yeah. I remember making PowerPoints that were, yeah, sp- sponsored by yeah, yep. Quiznos or whatever. Why, why is that, why is that funny to children and teens I, well i was still doing it when we were doing improv together do you remember every once in a while when i would host a show i'd be like <laughs> it's the doritos it's you know houndstooth sponsored by doritos fiesta bowl 
Why is that funny? I don't know why that's funny. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just funny to us. But why did we both independently make PowerPoint presentations that were sponsored by? <laughs> yeah. Um, is it? I mean, it's hard to even really quantify. It reminds me of a time where I was in third grade and I had a writing prompt or something that, or like we had a write from the point of view uh, of like an Egyptian pharaoh or something. Okay. And I wrote in my little thing like, oh boy, it's so hot. I wish they would hurry up and invent air conditioning already. And, and that's funny, right? Yeah. And that's, my teacher was like, my teacher like refused to get it. She was like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, how would he know about <sighs> air? And I was just like, how? <laughs> oh my God. It's just weird to think that there are back then. And certainly now, uh, what? Nine, nine year olds who are, you know, funnier and smarter than like a grown, a grown person. Isn't that weird? Was your, was your teacher, um, like, did they genuinely not get it or were they being intentionally obtuse to like prove a point to you? That's a great question. I, I'm I'm going to hope for the latter. <laughs> that would be, that would, that's, that's very genuine or, uh, 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 very magnanimous of you, I think. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, I don't know. She was, she was also like my least favorite teacher I've ever had. So I, I might be, um, assuming she's just a, a big fucking idiot. I, have also had a least favorite teacher um but that's because he, he was i think of a very i'm sure i've talked about him but oh, it's yeah. been a while and i'm i'm willing to i'm willing to to drag him again <laughs> um he he told our class that we were poster children for abortion yeah that's a crazy thing to say um <laughs> And we were in seventh grade. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty uh, rough. And then one day after school, I heard him um, in like the hallway, uh-huh. and he was like literally screaming to no one. Uh-huh. Uh, like every day, I pray to God for the strength to get through seventh period. And every day, right at the end of six, he takes it away, <laughs> and he like slammed on a locker, <laughs> which is like the most dramatic thing that that you could possibly do. <laughs> I should have a locker installed in, in my apartment just so I can do like, just so you could slam it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it was, he, he, um, I, he was bad. He was bad at his job and, well, I, and at being a person, being a person in general. Yeah. I think so too. I've got a teacher who I'm still friends with on Facebook to this day. Uh, who actually, I just, I just, um, uh, tagged him in something the other day. I saw that, um, uh, the Epic game store, uh, is giving away civilization six for free. Um, and so I was like, dude, Mr. Arnold, you need to get on this. Cause I know when, when I had him for 12th grade, <laughs> he played Civ three and he was like, yeah, I saw oh, this. that one's twice as good. What's up? That one's this one's twice, oh, as good. twice as good. Yeah. Twice as good. Exactly. So I'm excited to, I got it for free. I'll probably never play it, but Hey, I got it. I know it's a different game, but in my head, it's the same game. Uh, did you did you play a lot of Sim City? I've never played Sim City. It always it felt too it felt impossible. It was like a whole city. I was a big fan of Sim City cuz you can designate, you know, this is this is zoned for residential, this is zoned for business, this is zoned for industrial. I you just I let your like city grow. Just let your it's city fun. grow. Hey, yeah. 
dilettante ball. Just let your city grow. <laughs> the wild thing about SimCity is that 98% of the game is like, uh, I mean, more or less just sort of real, um, you know, infrastructure like and government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you like, you have to raise taxes to build more stuff. You can lower them, you know, whatever. You, you have to make sure that there are enough roads and power lines and whatever. Um, Do you think that you were taught? But then, like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, but then all then every now and then, uh, just like a, a UFO or like a kaiju <laughs> monster will come and attack your city. Yeah, you just real, but you know, you know, civic lessons. Everything else is totally normal. Like, That's really and sometimes there would be like like floods or tornadoes, which yeah, that <laughs> yeah. happens. But then. Uh, then a fucking alien comes and like zaps your city. Uh, Dana was playing. She's uh, she's big in a Sim City right, now, or not Sim City? Um, The Sims Four right now. And Ooh, I could a, fuck up. I could fuck up the Sims right now. That sounds good. She had a a character. I think I think at this point I had had children who then in turn had children. So her her starting character was a grandma at this point. Oh god! And I I was sitting near her and she was like, "Oh boy, this doesn't look good." I um. I think this is going to be a pretty bad birthday party. It was like one of the grandkids was having a birthday party. And I was like, what do you mean it's going to be a bad birthday party? And she was like, look. And I looked over and her original character just dropped dead in the middle of the kitchen. And the Grim Reaper came over and took her away. And all the kids at the party were just crying. So not great timing on that one, Graham Graham. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, if you it could was... die on anyone's birthday, who would it be? Oh boy, um, uh, my own. It'd be like uh, I'd be like Shakespeare. Ooh, full circle. Did yeah, Shakespeare also die on his birthday? birthday? Hmm. Did Shakespeare die on his birthday? I mean, that's what they say. I'm, he wasn't even, sure. You know, who even knows? Uh, Shakespeare and Britney Spears have the same birthday. <laughs> that's not what I said, but let's let's assume it is. Oh <laughs> no! What so did I you have say? The, about... I have the same birthday as Britney Spears. So if if I died on my own oh. birthday, I'd be dying on her birthday too. I I see, mm-hmm. two houses both alike in dignity. Yeah, exactly. In in our story <laughs> where Fair Verona lies. <laughs> yep, I know that quote. Um, she's uh she's having a fun time right now. She's, she's burning down gyms with candles. Is that what I heard? She she burned down her gym, and she also posted that she. I don't know the specifics of the the distance of the time, but she basically posted that she ran some, you know, whatever, 200 meter sprint or some distance, Mm -hmm. like fucking bonkers faster than Usain Bolt ran it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like Kim Jong-un playing an 18 round game of golf and scoring like a 36. Getting 17. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Smell you later. <laughs> Dude, I, I I've been experimenting a little bit with my uh, hot dog technique. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've been frying them up in a pan with some butter, and I've been doing spiral cut on the hot dog. How how does one spiral cut a hot dog? Yeah. So what what I've been doing is start at the the top with your knife, and you're gonna like sort of cut in 
about halfway through the hot dog uh, on a downward angle and then basically just keep rotating the hot dog around so you're basically like you're you're cutting one continuous line uh okay. basically a 45 degree angle you know down into the left or whatever <clears throat> so i googled the spiral cut hot dog well i googled spiral mm-hmm. cut and hot dog was the third suggestion Ooh, interesting. This is not something that I was aware of. What does it do? It looks cool. It looks cool as shit, right? Yeah. It's um. Well, it makes sure all the 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 butter gets gets in there. Okay. Um, and I want to say it it gives it like a crispy crispier outside Ooh. and a juicier inside. Yeah. I've okay. I've been pretty happy with the uh with the outcome. Maybe I'll try that. What have yeah, I lo- what have I got the, to lose, <laughs> you know? Yeah, really. That's what I said too. Yeah, I, the traditionally, I think people when they cook on a frying pan with a hot dog is they'll just cook, they'll just cut slits on one side, just like mm. down the length of it. And what that ends up doing is you get a you get a hot dog that that like gets curved when it cooks, just the way that yeah, that's just how it works. But when you spiral cut it, it stays uh, straight. Interesting. So how did you find out about this? Oh, you know, I was just watching our Lord and Savior, Guy Fieri, on his Diners, Dive, Drive-Ins, and Dives program. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.